Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. You know, this Easter weekend, there's some chocolate that was eaten for sure. And I do get the feeling that uh, you know, chocolate eggs became a necessary adaptation for Easter. I'm certainly not the first person to have mused about this, to have given it some thought. A certain sweets uh, and desserts are, of course, always associated with specific holidays. But the egg hunt a little bit different, right? It's about the only holiday that runs the risk of losing an entire egg or more until they stink the place out. Won't even last until the next year. No way. Like a month and you're finding that egg no matter what walls you have to tear down to do it. Chocolate? Much more forgiving, right? Doesn't last very long once you've found it, though. I mean, that's just the bottom line. I love chocolate. But I can't eat it because then I'll get fat. But it's so good. Kicking off with some news about Dave Grohl. A very, very famous individual and uh, first on the scene, as many people remember, as the drummer for Nirvana. But he was in a great number of bands before then. And some unearthed footage from when he was 16 years old playing in a band called Mission Impossible has been unearthed from 1985 and uh, hosted by Punk the Capital, a channel on YouTube. Here's a taste. Potato quality sound, yes, but incredible talent on the drums, absolutely. Black Sabbath is uh, Sabbath's uh, geezer butler <laughs> has got a memoir coming out as he's announced in the past called Into the Void from Birth to Black Sabbath uh, and that is now got a release date coming out June 6th which was so chosen because you know after you do a little bit of arbitrary math to it it becomes 666 that's what the announcement was like on uh, geezer butler's Instagram saying 666 because it's 2 times 3 equals 6 June 6, 2023. Uh, pre-order available already. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast, Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. If you hadn't heard of the Talus Dome in Edmonton, it's this uh, installation, art installation of a bunch of uh, steel balls. You know, ball-bearing looking kind of structure. It's on the side of the road as you're kind of getting between the West End and the downtown area. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, it is also the site of an incident over the weekend as a man got trapped within the art installation. <laughs> I can't even do this with a straight face. It's so funny, the video that some guy took as he's taking his run and sees a bunch of, you know, emergency vehicles just beside the uh, Talus Dome blocking traffic and everything. And so he investigates, jams his phone uh, through one of the openings to see somebody leaping around on the inside like a caged animal. <laughs> uh, freaked out. Unfortunately freaked out. You know, very much hoping that uh, this person is feeling a little bit better after getting freed, extricated, torn out, literally using the jaws of life to remove one of the said balls of the Talus Dome. Yeah, I guess the balls were just too big. 
I guess that's the situation. Now, as much as I lament the fact that we don't have a ton of uh, arts, you know, installations, public art available here in our community, there is some. It's beautiful. But I was trying to think of an equivalent. What would, like, a Fort McMurray equivalent be? And immediately I thought, we got that bison, that bull bison downtown. Yeah, if somebody got stuck inside the Talus Dome, surrounded by all those balls, the equivalent of Fort McMurray would be somebody getting impaled on the horns. And I just don't hope that happens anytime soon. Stay away from it. Leave the art alone. Seems wild, a trend of vodka butter taking the internet by storm. But, I mean, when you really break it down, it's not that crazy. Uh, well, it's just like it sounds. People have been uh, making videos of themselves, softening some butter, adding a little vodka, turning it into a new mix, and then spreading that onto toast and stuff and adding, you know, salty things on top that add some flavor. Uh, like you would with just butter, I guess. Just regular butter. I don't know, I've never tried it, right? Seems like it's extra steps to get to the same result, but maybe maybe it does taste good, right? Listen, I just want people to know that you can just put it in your orange juice, orange juice if you like. I mean, that does work, but folks do maintain that it tastes incredible, and I'm not going to knock it until I try it, and I'm not going to try it until someone else does all the work and places it in front of me. So, here we are. Tuesday. Sometimes your very first job as a kid is to support... Uh, getting your promposal figured out. I think that's the case now. It wasn't so much when I was growing up. Uh, you ask people to prom, sure. And as we're getting closer and closer to the end of the year, it's time to be that time, right? It's starting to get close to figure it out a clock as to who is going to be going with you. Going stag? Taking a date? I don't know. But I do think it's funny because the promposal idea is not new for this generation that is really, uh, you know, sinking into it and, and, and sinking their teeth into it. But... It was never quite that intense. Uh, I think it's really taken on a life of its own. Because uh, every year, about this time, towards the end of the school year, you hear about some of the craziest promposals that go out there. And I just think, man, it would be so hard to try and figure out all that stuff. Plus, you got tests. Plus, you got the rest of your life. Parents and everybody around you telling you how much lays before you. And oh, all the places you'll go and see. And all the Dr. Seuss books that people will buy you for graduation. You know, it can get intense, all right? <laughs> Where are your tap shoes? Flamingos! It's flamingo, elephant, flamingo, elephant, not flamingo, flamingo, elephant, flamingo. God! Dolphins! Start your propellers! Come on! The Talus Dome. A man got stuck inside it. What is the Talus Dome? Uh, you might have seen it. Uh, you probably know what it is. But if not, it's a collection, an art installation in Edmonton along the road. Uh, and it's basically a bunch of steel balls, like ball bearings kind of thing, looking like a bunch of bubbles. And somebody found their way inside of the uh, the containment within. <laughs> no, not filled with styrofoam or something like that. It's just empty. And somebody found out the hard way that they could fit inside, but could not figure out a way to get back out. Presumably they fell from the top. My question is, uh, first of all, what were you doing? Second of all, have you ever gotten yourself stuck somewhere? Like, where have you been stuck before? And I mean, like, really stuck. Feel free to call me, text me, 780-715-2789. Uh, they were able to get the guy extracted by only cutting one of the balls out of the uh, art installation. So, you know, all's well that ends well. But it did take a few hours, and now we've had more than 24 hours straight of hilarity on the internet in Alberta. We're pretty polite as people here in Canada. We've got a lot of love for our fellow Canadians, the people walking around us. I mean, you know, on a good day, and I hope so. But uh, apparently 31% of people have tried to close an elevator in someone's face before. feel like the number's skewed there. feel like feel like more than 31% have tried to close an elevator in someone's face. 
Just 31% of people are, uh, you know, admitting to it. Now, you know, this is one of those kind of similar to the hold the door open uh, scenario that Canadians find themselves plagued with. How far away? What is the distance that is acceptable? I have found myself holding a door open for somebody who's not going to get there anywhere near in time. You just happen to spot them, you make eye contact, you feel polite, you do the Canadian thing, I guess. But what about the elevator? I mean, I'm a little bit more inclined to hit that closed door button to get that thing moving a little bit faster. But the elevators we have here, they're good, they work fine, it's just they the, close, the doors close on you way too fast. It's before you can even think about getting out the door and they're already like, hey, you're not you're not gone yet? You haven't left? What are you still doing on here, huh? So that one, it might seem like I'm closing it in your face, it's not even in my intention, it's out of my control. 31% of people have tried to close an elevator in someone's face. You know what, in my travels, I think I've run into all 31%. Wednesday. A t-shirt is making a few waves in Canada. It was being sold. I gotta stress the past tense of it all. It was being sold by Walmart Canada. And this is not the case of a lot of times you'll see articles about, oh, how dare this company be selling this t-shirt? And it's not really the company selling it. They've got an online marketplace and then they've got other people that sell their products through that online shop. Happens on Amazon, happens on Walmart. But this was one that was actually sold on a rack in the store George Brand approved and all that stuff. And it said, uh, Giants letters R-E, not for Resident Evil or anything like that, just R-E, and then beside it, downwards, uh, you know, one on top of each other, it said, Cycle, as in Recycle, then Use, New, and Think. Recycle, Reuse, Renew, Rethink. However, if you take the re out of the words, and then you put them in that order, the first letter of each of those words tends to uh, spell something out, and it has been noticed. Who is your daddy now on Twitter said, I need this shirt before Walmart realizes what they have done. Find the hidden word. <laughs> this is absolutely something that your kid would be sent home from school for wearing as soon as they realized what it says. I think it is inadvertent, but it still does spell a, a real bad word. Uh, I'm kind of tempted to go and check out if our local one is actually taking them off those shelves just yet. Summer Music Festival news to get into, including Foo Fighters adding six more dates to their U.S. tour, but it seems like these dates have all been structured around their availabilities because of the previously announced festival appearances, and that's how their year started. Of course, it started uh, with the, uh, the the echoing tragedy of the loss of Taylor Hawkins, but uh, not slowing them down very much, and I don't think Taylor would have wanted it to, and uh, they started off the year saying that they're going to be performing in some festivals, and now more dates and more dates have been added. Not a ton, but plenty for a band that's going through something, admittedly. We've also got Glastow tickets back on sale again. The Glastonbury Festival in the UK uh, had a little bit of a ticket snafu, and now the dates in June are up for grabs once again. Yeah, the uh, ticket resale dates have gone up again. Of course, it's a little far away to get across the pond to go and check it out, but it is one of the biggest festivals in the world. One of the most non-existent festivals in the world was Firefest. I mean, infamously, right? There was documentaries made about it. The guy behind it, Billy McFarlane, only got out of year, uh, prison last year after pleading guilty to multiple counts of fraud. Let that sink in as I inform you that he is saying it's full steam ahead for Fire Festival 2. There wasn't even ever a first one, and he's tweeting, Fire Festival 2 is happening. Tell me why you should be invited. Oh, yeah, you've got to come to him to let him know <laughs> why you're deserving of getting scammed again. I don't know about this one, guys. Thursday. Oh, I am incensed. I am upset once again uh, because uh, about only half of 
young men brush their teeth every day. A new study has found out that about 54% of young men brushing their teeth daily only. Only there's all kinds of other stuff that goes into it, you know, about washing uh, your face, flossing, moisturizing, and, you know, other stuff. It was uh, a self-care habits survey, of course. But the thing that has been zeroed in on is, wait, hang on, half of guys, half of dudes not brushing their teeth every day? It's kind of one of those things where it's like you could just take a look around the room that you're in, start counting, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, that's a lot of people that haven't brushed their teeth today. However... I can't really do that. I'm one guy in one room alone. So I look around and I go, uh, no, I brushed my teeth earlier today. I'm set. We're good. 100% of this room is clear. Of course, I've already had coffee, so it's completely ruined anyway, but that's not the point. Initial details are starting to come in about the fact that we might see a brand new big commercial development in Parsons Creek. Looks like some land is like about to be sold, if not already signed on the dotted line, and that is... To me, hilariously making people do what they always do around this town when there's talk of a brand new shopping complex or commercial uh, development. <laughs> what are we going to get? It's funny. People start giving their wish list, don't they? And it's happening already. I've seen it all over the internet. What do you want? Costco always comes up. I mean, it always comes up in conversation. I don't actually think it's going to come up to Fort McMurray. I don't know if it works. They've, they've said they've looked at it and they're not too interested. But that was a while ago. Never say never. There's also all kinds of, uh, you know, chains, brands, companies that people are saying they want that they just don't see around town. Uh, bigger versions of some of the spots that we already do have. But you know what we really need? Bottom line, fundamental lack in our community. We need more liquor stores, right? At least one for every corner is the, is the per capita requirement. Hey Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Metallica are uh, are very thrilled to hear that Bob Dylan has seen them twice in concert. He made the revelation and they said, you are always welcome, sir. We've also got news from Lincoln Park that there is a ton of music that never saw the light of day. Uh, in a recent interview uh, over the 20th anniversary of Meteora, just recently, uh, Mike Shinoda and Brad Delson of the band were saying that uh, you know, what the future might hold is a big mystery, but there was a lot that they worked on that never actually got released, much like some of the music that has been released very recently. Seeing the light of day for the first time. Uh, Blink-182, despite having some uh, you know, fraught commitments to different festivals and their tour due to injury to Travis Barker's thumb, they said that they are in for Coachella 2023 last-minute style. I mean, these uh, dates are coming up right away. People are performing on stage, doing their sound checks and practicing, and they're in. Uh, good to know that they are able to make the commitment. And finally, in a hilarious The Simpsons Did It First uh, scenario, Cypress Hill is in the news because they're actually about to celebrate their 30th anniversary of the album Black Sunday, and it was 27 years ago that they did a lampoon of uh, <laughs> these guys and uh, their, uh, their maybe accidental ordering of the London Symphony Orchestra. They do say that after they celebrate the 30th anniversary, they are going to make that collaboration happen. Here's the clip from the show. Come on, people. Somebody order the London Symphony Orchestra, possibly while high. Cypress Hill, I'm looking in your direction. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, we think we did. Uh, do you know Insane in the Brain? One of the most terrifying phone scams I've heard of is now seeming to be a uh, reality in small patches, but it is happening, and it has happened here in Canada, apparently. AI voice cloning scams. You've heard the horror stories, you've heard the worries about AI taking jobs from artists and musicians and, oh, even radio. Maybe, we'll see. But 
this is the first time that I've actually gone, wait, 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 wait. This is way too scary. So, it's time to have one of those, what if I had an evil clone and you had us both at gunpoint, movie trope moment code words set up with your family, with your loved ones. I'm serious. And you know what I mean, like the kind of call and response check that can't be cloned. Where did we first meet might not exactly work between parent and child as an example, but the point is you come up with your own question. Or let go the cheesy film noir espionage route and say something like, The owls fly before midnight. And they have to respond the exact uh, right code word chain afterwards. And then you know. And then you have peace of mind. There are other ways to thwart this type of scam, but the problem is it's targeting people who aren't technology literate and who want to take care of people that they love. So, in all seriousness, absolutely talk to some people in your family, the elders, about this. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Foo Fighters at the top of the hour, and we might be hearing some brand new stuff from them in the near future. No word on any dates or anything. Of course, they are adding some new dates to their touring schedule. But as far as any release of new music, nothing except for a cryptic tweet that was released just yesterday with 13 seconds of, well, this. I'm in, I'm in, I'm so in. It sounds very Foo Fighters-y, sounds classic Foo Fighters-y, and also like a little bit of like Rush DNA in there. A little Getty Lee, little Alex Lifeson and everything. Uh, Neil Peart, of course, I mean, a uh, huge, 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 hugely talented drummer that Dave Grohl is. I kind of get the feeling that might be him on the skins in this, but no, no word for sure. All we do know is that while the music plays for 13 seconds, the words, are you thinking what I'm thinking, come up. And if I'm thinking new music from Foo Fighters would be a good idea, then I think we're all on the same page. Friday. A little bit of distress for Gene Simmons of Kiss. They're on their farewell tour right now, and they were recently performing in Brazil this week, where Mr. Uh, Simmons had to take a moment. He actually uh, went into a little bit of medical distress, disappeared from stage. They stopped down the show for about five minutes, but then he was able to come back out and did complete the show, though he sat for the remainder of the time. No other details about it coming in. He's 73 years old, and they're still rocking. Now, also, you got Bob Dylan in the news because he's got a new album that's going to be coming out. Technically, the music did come out already. This is from 2021. He put out a short film with original music called Shadow Kingdom. It was on the very not well-known Veeps platform. Don't even remember it, to be perfectly honest. But in June, he's going to be releasing it via Columbia Records and Legacy Recordings. Shadow Kingdom with all 13 original songs from the movie, including a little bit more. So if you're a Bob Dylan fan, check it out. Live from the rooftop camp out instead of in the studio. I'm joined by a couple of the firefighters here locked up for 100 hours. Say hi, guys. Introduce yourselves. Say hi to the people. Hey, guys. How's it going? Nick here. Hey, guys here. Brendan here. Live on the roof. <laughs> Live on the roof, he says. Okay, so uh, you guys just started yesterday. You're coming up on the first 24 hours of a total 100. How much money has been raised so far? Uh, yesterday we raised just over 6,300, so looking forward to another big day today. Yeah. And already seen some big donations, so would you say we're probably over about 6,500 by right now? Absolutely, we are. Before sunrise, we raised 1,200 bucks, so we're killing it. Oh, okay. That's even more than I thought, which is fantastic. If you're stopping by Tim Hortons, Eagle Ridge this morning or, you know, for the rest of the weekend, make sure you put that donation in the boot or you can use that QR code. Also, uh, you guys have been giving activities. You guys are kind of keeping busy, keeping warm here. But you guys also have been cooking up while you've been up here some ideas for how you might be able to raise some extra money. What were you thinking, man? Uh, well, it's actually my wife's idea, but uh, you could put the old mustache up for grabs, up for donations, and uh, 
I don't know how we could do that. We could do maybe one wax job for highest donation. Like highest corporate donation, get a big one in there, and then you get to take this lip ferret off? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> He's had the mustache since she was a baby, so let's get it cracking. This thing is multiple years old. It's older than my son, so. Wow, okay, so this is a big deal. This is a legacy mustache, and it's on the line here for his donations to five local charities. That's what the Rooftop Campout is all about. Thank you so much, guys. Transmission over. One more Steve. New podcast episodes happen every Friday or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday morning starting at 530 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.